0: Yo, it's Alex Terranova and welcome to Flip the Lens where Brie Holland, London Papa Michael and myself smash down the walls of perfection, performance and looking good to dive face first into deeply vulnerable and personal conversations where we expose and explore what it means to be authentic and how to succeed in a world desperate for a facade. What's up, welcome back to Flip the Lens. This is Alex Terranova and man, we live in a crazy world. This world is so crazy. I actually shouldn't even say crazy. I don't know what's going on anywhere else. Who knows? There might not even be a world outside of the United States. (laughs) Who knows what's real and who's not? What's not? Uh, What's up, Bree? What's up, London? Good morning. Do you guys think there's a world outside of the United States, or is it just a facade? I'm sorry. (laughs)
1: The world is just flat, and there's an end. You could get to the edge and fall off. I think at this point,
2: (laughs)
0: we're we're in the Matrix. Some, hey, you know, I think we, this thing is, it sometimes feels like this because nothing, you know, I remember we're all like roughly in the similar age range. I remember being a kid and when you wanted to know the truth about something, and look, this isn't real either, but I remember being a kid and feeling like I wanted to know a facts or the truth, and I went downstairs in my parents' house and I cracked open the, one of the encyclopedias, right? There were like 37 books cracked, looked up the topic, cracked it open. And it was like, that was the truth. Now I look back at that and go, well, that was somebody's truth, right? The, the, what it talked about Native Americans and, and, um, uh, pilgrims wasn't all the truth. And there's things about, um, here's a good example. This is a, the best example I can provide. If you do, if you look up anything about Jackie Robinson, Right? We all know Jackie Robinson is the first African-American to play professional baseball. And this is the way the story is typically told. Jackie Robinson was the first man to break the color line. Well, we tell the story as if Jackie Robinson was so good that white people were like, well, we can't stop him from playing now. But that's actually not the truth. The truth is that Jackie Robinson was simply the first person that white people let play. It's a different story, right? If you twist the tr- the history told by white people is that Jackie Robinson was so good, we had to let him in. But the real truth is we finally allowed a black person to play, which is a different story. And I think that's the crazy thing about the world we live in. And now more than ever, we're seeing it like in shining lights about like, this is the truth and then you're like that's not the truth this is the truth and then i'm and then one of us is sitting here like i don't even know what the truth is anymore i don't know if i just kind of went off but i think i really want to talk about like beliefs and politics and not about what we believe specifically but about how we deal with never really knowing what is real or not and then how do we deal with those people in our lives that see things differently than us how do we want to be with people in our lives that see these see things different than us I can start if you guys want, you guys got something you want to. I think,
2: you know, I think you owe it to uh, yourself, you know, to if somebody has a certain view on something to maybe, you know, see why they feel that way, you know? Well, I
1: think to be confident in your belief that you can listen to somebody else and know that just because you can understand where they're coming from, doesn't mean that you have to believe where they're coming from as your truth.
2: <laughs> yeah. You know, and again, you know, don't, And if you want to take the time to see what they have to say and why they say that and why they feel that way, you do not have to stand there and try to convince them. Because they're pretty much got their opinion made up anyway. So, you know, if like you feel like you should have a, you know, a grenade launcher, you know, and, you know, a freaking bazooka, you know, to make you feel safe because you live in South Carolina and that's your God given right. You know, like, I don't really agree with that because look, you should be able to have those kind of things, right? Because it's free country and you get to, you should be able to do whatever the fuck you want. But since we have, you know, really stupid people and morons and psychotic people, they have access to that kind of stuff and then they go blow up something you know? So it's kind of like, maybe you just shouldn't be able to have an assault rifle that shoots a thousand rounds a minute because it's not a good idea. But in the end, that guy feels like he should have all these guns in his basement and he's Mr. America. So cool. Be Mr. America. And I'm not going to waste my time trying to convince you that that's probably a bad idea. That makes sense.
1: We have a friend. um, I should say Aaron has a friend (laughs) and It's so funny because every time they get into a debate, they used to work, he used to work for Aaron and now he's moved, but they'll get into these debates about, he's an atheist and Aaron grew up Catholic. I'm non-denominational Christian and there's all these religious views and obviously religion dives into politics a lot. And so, uh, you know, it's, it's red or blue and, and who's right and who's wrong and abortions coming up and all this stuff. And, It's just funny to see someone that's so radical about their cause of not having a cause. Like, I will call him out all day long and he knows it, but I'm like, you truly believe that there's nothing, but you fight for nothing awfully hard to prove that it's something. So, Aaron and I, (laughs) I'm like, we can go all day long with him, but it's funny because I don't try to show up on my Instagram stories and share my Christian devotional to prove that somebody should believe it or read it or buy into it. I simply share it because I know that there are other people that follow me that are encouraged by it and think similar to me. Um, I had a girl message me that was like, you really should be careful of what you share about your, your beliefs on your Instagram. I'm like, well, it's mine. Like, it's my belief. I'm not telling anyone to go to church. I'm not saying anything negatively about people that don't think that way. Um, I'm super cautious about sharing political stuff, abortion stuff, like things that are toxic because it just creates negative impact. I feel like if I was to share my voice and stand up for certain things would just create toxic and negative space. So I choose to believe how I believe and vote how I vote for my own personal, my family and what I think is right. But I'm not standing outside with, you know signs and trying to convince everyone that that's why they need to think that way because maybe it's not right for them (laughs) like maybe that's why we have a voting system that's why we have you know i i've been really upset about all the censorship of certain youtube videos being taken down and doctors not having a voice when they want to step out and share their opinion about covid you know that could be that's a whole nother thing But to be censored when it's not what the mainstream wants, or censored when it's not what you know people want you to think, it's frustrating because who knows what's right anymore? (laughs) Like, how are we supposed to trust the right people? You know?
0: Yeah, it's the thing that I'm like combining what Bree and London, what you said. It's so it sucks because we do have so many. I want to say irresponsible and um maybe like i just want to be like not the most intelligent humans and and i don't mean like educated intelligence like people just not looking where they're walking kind of intelligent like you're just not looking at how what you do impacts other people right i um i own a gun i don't like and i'm not i don't own 50 i don't own a tank i own one gun and I'm also the person that would say, hey, if everybody, I have this belief that like, hey, if some people have guns, we should all have guns. It's weird to me to, to think like my neighbor can have a bunch of guns and I don't have any, and if shit goes down, well, sucks for me. And if the government, you know, or if I felt like, you know, it was, I, I believe that I would do what's right for everybody over what's right for me. So if I felt like the best situation was to give up my gun to serve every, my community, I would do that. I would want everyone to do it, too. If I thought the best thing for everyone was for all of us to have it, that's okay, too. I think the thing where um, that you guys just pointed out is there's this weird thing of, like, we we do have this lucky space where we get to have our belief in what's right, right? Like, I get to make that choice for myself. You get to make a choice whether you, you know, maybe wear a mask or don't wear a mask, whatever. But all of our choices also carry an impact, Right. By owning a gun, like somebody could come in my house and take it and use it. You know, uh, I don't have any kids, so I don't have to worry about that right now. But if I did have kids, I have to be concerned about that. Um, I also, as I had a great conversation with my coach, is like, if somebody comes into my house, right? Are you actually the, you like, and I had to use it? Am I actually prepared to make that choice and live with those consequences, right? every decision we make has a whole new set of consequences that open up. And I think the the thing that most upsets me about like the world that we live in right now is I really don't want to be a person that tells anybody else what to think or what to believe. You know, I think we all have to make our own choices and then we got to look ourselves in the mirror, right? If you're for abortion, like, it's not that you're for abortion, but if you're for, for like the a woman being able to choose what to do with her body, um, then when a woman when that woman has an abortion she has to live with those choices right and if you're and if you're pro-life and you believe that you know you then have might have a baby that you have to live with those choices and that might cause additional problems there's no i think the toughest thing that we've made it this like everybody's right right like like pro-choice is right pro-life is right uh gun people are right anti-gun people are right like and it's it's if somebody's right, then somebody else is wrong. There's no like, oh, I'm right, but you're right also. No, it's like, I'm right and you're wrong. And then we just basically hate each other. Yeah,
1: yeah. I think, top, go
0: ahead, London. I, I got a lot going on in my
2: mind right now. And I think it's also, you know, comes down to like, there's two sides to it, right? You could sit there and you can learn something, right? Because you're listening to somebody that has a different perspective. And there could be a lot gained from learning from somebody that uh, has a different viewpoint, right? Or you could also waste your time and spend on Facebook and argue about politics all day long too with a stranger that you don't even know if it's the person that's even in their picture and their profile, you know? Like you got to choose and use exercise a little common sense of like, all right, is it worth sitting down and trying to just talk to this person? You get a lot better by, you know, obviously running with people that are faster than you, but also having different viewpoints as you as well, right? Because you can learn something and have a different perspective, a different lens. And I think something cool—I don't even know if I should say this or not—but I'm going to roll the dice. A very a lot of great friends of mine are black, and when this Trayvon Martin stuff happened a while ago, and I was like. We were sitting at a bar having pizza and having a beer. He doesn't even drink. He was drinking water and I always gave him a hard time about it. But I thought it was cool. He didn't drink. But uh, I was like, dude, what do you think about what's going on? You know, it's like as a black guy in this country, you know, and he's like, I'm like, are you out there? Like, are you putting the hoodie on? Are you putting your hand up in like silence or the both hands up or what's going on? And he's like, dude, I don't know enough about the situation to raise my hands up or put on a hoodie yet just because I'm black, I don't feel that merits me enough to like start hitting the Facebook and crushing the Instagram story and reposting when I don't know shit about the story. And you know how the news goes, bud. And I just thought that was a really cool perspective, you know, of him being a black guy and saying, well, let me maybe delve into the story a little bit to, you know, see where I'm going to stand on this.
1: that's... The radicalness of it sometimes just outweighs and brings in so many emotions versus actually taking the time to look at the facts and see why someone may feel a certain way. I mean, I was not religious when I moved out of the house because it was shoved down my throat. Like I wanted nothing to do with it, not because the facts of, you know, religion were bad or I didn't believe it. I was just fed up with how it was brought to me and how I was told to believe something. So now that I'm 30 and I've been able to ask the questions that I tried to ask as a teenager and tried to decipher for myself, you know, like, why is it that we go to church and like, we don't accept this person because they're making this choice in their life, but we preach love and this and that, you know, I always had those questions and it's like, oh, well, we accept if, like, there was always a clause. It's like, okay, what? Like, don't we talk about Jesus dying on the cross and like what about forgiveness in the Bible? And what about, you know, acceptance? And didn't he like sit with the lepers and feed the poor and the broken? What it's like, so if I'm broken, I'm shunned. Like, how is that a church thing? I don't get it. And so as a teenager, I was like, if this is what this is, I don't want to be a part of it. But it was because I wasn't able to ask questions and be like, why is it that you're doing that? Why is it that we have this I think for me growing up it was you know the gay thing wasn't very I mean it wasn't there weren't a ton of people coming out at least in my social interaction of people and so when my I think it was my cousin came out it was kind of like this big oh do we talk to Alex is he like bad now do we (laughs) like what do we do? Yes, not this Alex, but my actual, (laughs) like, I just realized, like, are
0: we cousins? Did I just find out I have a new family (laughs) member?
1: (laughs) Like, let's clarify, my cousin, so, um, but then seeing his family and the acceptance, and I'm like, wait, but, like, they believe what we believe, and, like, I'm so confused, because usually, like, we're so against this, but, like, now it's someone in our family, in our inner circle, so now we're, like, it's different, so, I think with any situation, like you don't know the background, you don't know what someone's been through. I think someone that's, that's pushing for, say you're talking about alcohol, should it be 21? Like people can go to war at 18, but you can't have a a cocktail till you're 21. I'm so confused, but I think you don't know anybody's situation or their stance. You know, if you're sitting down and having a real conversation versus London, like what you're saying, like, your black friend isn't going to go and have this radical cause just because of the color of his skin. If he doesn't really know that the behind the scenes are like, what am I even standing up? What am I even fighting for? What am I talking about? So I personally don't share those things on social media because I have my own personal reasons of why I believe certain things on vaccination on, you know, who should be the president, this whole COVID situation my children and and them going to school and what should be taught in schools. I have my own personal beliefs in religion, which then change and impact, you know, what I think should be taught in schools. So that doesn't mean that someone who has a different religion or different belief system should have an opinion and, and should get to, you know, vote and say those things and have a reason why, you know, like I want my child to be exposed to all types of religion because I know my relationship with it growing up. It was, too much of one thing so
0: you guys you guys both tapped into something that i that the idea of like seeing something through someone else's eyes right like london your friend is like hey i need to like go do my research and you were curious about like his standpoint and Bree, you're talking about like but what about these people you know and I, I think um one of the ways that so i was always like very pro i've always been very pro-choice Cause I'm like, dude, I'm a guy. Like, what do I get to say about some woman's body? Like I, I've always, I've my joke has been like, I'm a, as a man, I shouldn't even be able to vote on this issue. Just like let women hash this out and figure it out. And I get that maybe some men are obviously involved because we're part of the process, but I've always been like, Hey, this is a, actually, I don't want women telling me what I can do with my junk. Why should I tell them what to do with theirs? So that was how I always saw it. And it wasn't about anything else. And then when I started to actually meet people that were pro-life I first was like how could you not feel like you want somebody to have a choice and something really cool happened in this process is I started to get be curious about why they believed what they believed. and what I want to share is that this opened up a whole new conversation for me which was it's been like really mind-blowing so Let's just look at this, like one side of the conversation, the side that I always felt comfortable with was like, hey, so you have the choice to do what you want with your body. I think no matter what any of you guys believe or anybody listening to this, most people agree that we should have the choice of what to do with our body, right? Let's say it's not about just a baby, right? Whether it be about surgery or what medicine you put in, most people want to believe they get to choose, that the government just doesn't get to come and stick a needle in you and like your parents don't get to say forever, your husband or your wife doesn't get to say, but you get to choose what to do with your body outside of being a child and not being able to make those decisions. I think everybody pretty much would say yes to that. And then when I started to like learn more about people that were pro-life and what I really started to understand was they really believe that the fetus or that the cells that are going into a baby are a child and that Mur- that taking that is like a murdering a child and then I went well I don't believe in murdering children <laughs> and then I went so if they now I don't necessarily think that some like that that eight week thing is a child at that point like I don't personally believe that but if if so if if person a does believe that then to them abortion is equivalent to murder And then I went, oh my God, I can see why they would be so passionate. Because I think all of us and everyone we knew, if somebody started walking around shooting eight-year-olds, we'd all be pretty upset about it. Now to them, that's the same thing. And then I went, man, okay, so I can get one side and now I get the other side. Now it doesn't mean I have to choose which side. But then I went, holy shit, we're not even having the same conversation. One side is saying I should get to choose what to do with my body. We all probably agree, that's right. The other side is saying we shouldn't kill fetuses, babies, whatever. Most people would probably go, that's probably pretty good too. But because we made it political, instead of it being like, oh, we're both having a conversation, different conversations, now we pointed those conversations at each other and made them run like two trains into each other. And then because we made it political, we now have to choose sides. Go ahead, Brie, I feel like you want to say something.
1: <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, whether it's abortion or pro-life or, you know, London brought up the gun thing, like, the the conversation where you're both, one person's, like, walking right and talking right, and the other person's walking left and talking left, and you're both thinking that you're walking straight down the center having this conversation, where Alex is like, I'm pro, like, someone getting to choose what to do with their body. If Brie wants a boob job, great, like, get a boob job. If you want to change your eyebrows, change your eyebrows. And people on pro-life side are like, it's not about you choosing for you though. It's you choosing for somebody else. So it definitely is across the line of like, if you're trying to convince somebody, like you should get to do what you want with your body and pro-life people are like, yeah, but we're saying, what about the person inside as a human and they don't get a choice and they're being murdered. So like, it's a total different page or the gun thing. So many people are against gun violence, and they're like, what about the people that are impacted, shot, you know, murdered, like, because of the guns? It's not because I should get to choose whether I have a gun or not. It's in the greater good of the community, the people that are in effect by that.
2: It's a shame everything's so, you know, one way or it's the other way, when, like, in the middle, like... it's a there's a good idea on the right. And then hey, down here on the left, that's a pretty good idea too. Why don't you two motherfuckers talk for a second and hash out a better plan and mix them both and then why we'll even have a better plan? But no, we gotta be so stubborn about stuff, you know. But you know, that's how it goes. And again, don't waste your time on certain things if you don't need to. So if you want to delve in and try to, you know, prove your point or say what you believe in, I fucking respect that, man, especially if you really believe in something, especially it's a good cause or something, you know. But in the end, like, if you're just talking to somebody and they believe that that sky is green, like, you can't change it, man. You know, like, move on. You know, and how is important is it in the first place to waste 30 minutes or whatnot to talk about something? You tell me. You just might want to evaluate the time you're spending on stuff like that.
0: I mean, Lenny, you make me think, too, of like, hey, if you know what you believe, if you believe, A, It could like, I had this amazing breakthrough by getting curious about the other side, not by going to try to convince somebody of my belief. The cool thing was, it's the same way I ended up with a gun too, right? Like I was the person who was like, no, we shouldn't have guns. Guns are hurting people, blah, blah. And then I ended up like asking questions and being curious. And then it was like, well, wait a minute you know and then it it didn't make it one or the other do i think people need to own tanks and be driving around with rocket launchers and like no now do i think that it's okay if people are responsible people that take safety and know how to use i think the thing is when we if we put down what we believe and we start asking questions to understand what we don't all of a sudden new things open up and i think that's a cool thing i've been seeing a lot of that with like um race conversations recently. I've been doing a lot of reading of books to understand what it might, must be like to be brown or black in America, because I'm not brown or black. I can't, I can't actually understand unless I get curious. And if I believe that, if I believe whatever I believe, and then I only go get more information that proves what I believe to be true, I only hang out with people that believe what I believe, then I just get further in that wedge. But if I say, man, I want to understand more. I think, London, you said, like, the Trayvon Martin thing. Recently, there's been a a thing down in Georgia where a guy got shot. And the first video I saw, I was like, all right, it's, like, a clip. Uh, It looks kind of shady, but, like, you never know. Like, it's a clip of something. And I didn't make – I was like, oh, that's really sad. Either way, it was sad. And then – I started like reading a few more articles, looking at a few more things, seeing different things. And then by looking at different perspectives, I got to form my own opinion based not on one, not based on one idea, but like, man, like also trying to put my 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 brain into someone else's shoes. Like what would it be like to be a black man in America right now? You don't have to like decide anything. You could just go... What would it be like to, you know, when I drive my car, I'm not afraid of anything. But if I was a black guy, I might be, you know, it's a different, it's different. If I was a woman, I think the same thing. If I'm, if me and London are are in a parking garage at 2am walking around, we're not worried about anything. But if I was Brie alone in a parking garage at 2am and she's like, man, this is shit happens to women like this. But unless we get inside someone else's space and understand, then we can't ever see anything.
2: Yeah, there's there's a beauty in oh, sorry there's a beauty in having an open mind you know and trying to learn something and gain a different perspective and a lot of times you end up you know it you come out on the other side like better you learn from it you know I, my last roommate he was really into politics i was like dude i'm not into politics you know but the older i get the more curious i am so i'd always drop in with questions you know and it was cool to gain his perspective you know and some some points he was like yeah this is cool what they're doing on this side and the other side that's pretty cool and it'd be cool if they could merge this and that you know to be a little bit curious you know instead of just always trying to you know just fight butt heads.
1: I think it boils down to not even convincing someone of your opinion and why you think it like I don't have to justify my stance on vaccination or abortion or why I voted for whichever president I'm voting for. I don't have to claim that as everybody else needs to think it. And if we all just came down a notch from the fiery heat of social media and proving our point to sharing our why behind it, we've done an episode where like the motivation is going to be different for everybody. And so like Alex said, if my skin color was different, if my gender was different, I would probably think a certain way about particular subjects because of that, and so, as a white, what people would say privileged woman in America, I think differently for my children, for you know our our neighbors are from Kenya, and I can't imagine being a single mom coming here, raising a child and having to deal with the the stuff that we've talked about with you know, her, her child's in dance, how you're treated because you're the color of your skin. And just like, you know, people look down on you when you don't make a certain amount or, you know, dance moms can be brutal. Like there's just sip different things where my children might never have to deal with that simply because of the color of their skin. And I might say racism doesn't exist, you know, because it's not in our home. We don't teach that. My cousins were adopted from Africa. My dad was born and raised. and can never be the president because he was born in Africa. You know, we were missionary kids, so that's not something like I don't see color that way. But so many people do, and especially if you you were of a different, you know, if I was a different color, I may see and stand up for things differently. Um, same with abortion. Same with gun. Like, if I had a family member impacted by a gun violence accident, I might be posting and might be more affected in a way that I would want to stand up for it. But if we can all take a step down and say. I understand that not everyone felt the impact like I did, because my brother was shot, or a car accident, or the seatbelt rules, or you know my sister had an abortion and and she's never going to get over it and the and the trauma, or vice versa, have the baby. Like we all have to. I mean, we live in America. Isn't that the whole point? Is that we get to choose how we live, and and we all have to vote. I never voted until I met Aaron. He's like, what do you mean you don't vote? Because I, London, I was like not a political. I was like. Things are gonna happen the way they happen, and I just gotta keep living my life. And I'm gonna serve these drinks, <laughs> and, like, be fine with my life. And then when I had kids, I was like, well, wow, this is really impacting how they're gonna grow up. I should probably get interested so that I can make a decision and actually have a voice when I go and vote. It wasn't like, is my one vote gonna get Trump elected or Bernie Sanders, <laughs> like, whoever? But yes, it is me taking a stance in a way that I can appropriately share my beliefs by voting instead of, like, being on social media and where is it going to get me by, like, vote Trump or vote abortion or whatever. It's a way that I can actually play my part in my belief system, and I don't have to get people riled up about it.
0: (laughs) You just said something really cool, too. It's, like, just because um, it doesn't, it's not in your house doesn't mean it doesn't exist, right? I love that. Like, I never... I want to just touch on this. And I think unless you guys have anything else, we can wrap it up. But like for a lot of my life, like I would say I didn't see like racist or anti-Semitic or all these things, but that doesn't mean they don't exist. Right. Like just because it doesn't impact you or you don't see it on a regular basis or it's in your blind spot doesn't mean it doesn't exist really powerfully for a lot of people. And I think that's the thing is like, if we can get, if we can get out of what exists for us and go, Hey, our reality is not the reality for everyone. So if you're sitting there and go, America's free, there's opportunity for everyone, there's no racism, there's no this, great for you, that's wonderful. And what if you had to put yourself in the shoes of somebody else? And that might like just be the takeaway is like, if we could actually, whatever you believe, great, believe what you want to believe. And I wonder what's available if you took, if you put down what you believe for a minute. It's almost like, put it down like your cell phone. It's going to be there when you come back. You can pick it up again. And go pick up somebody else's cell phone and see what's like, you know, in their feed and in their life and in their experience. And maybe you do come back and pick up your own cell phone, but maybe it's a little different. Maybe it's not. Maybe it's not. Maybe it's more of the same. But at least you have an idea and you get an informed choice rather than just like, oh, well, this is what I know because this is what I've experienced. You guys have anything else you want to put in before we wrap it up?
1: I would just say before someone radically goes after, you know, what what they're they're trying to get their point across, you know, what we've said this whole time is just take a step back and say it's okay to have a strong opinion about something due to a personal stance in your life or, you know, for whatever reason you have a strong opinion. It's okay to have that. But the I think the struggle that we face as a nation, the United States like is that we become so divided because of it because we're trying to convince others that they need to see that way. And if we just took that step back and said, we don't have to see it that way. And I can still have my neighbor as a friend. And I can still have my best friend, you know, see differently on all of these issues and still see that they're a good person and that they're just trying to take care of their kids. And they're just trying to, you know, get through. And and they're able and allowed to have those beliefs. I would say that, you know, if we started voting yay or nay on things that our hands would be raised to very different things, you know, even on this podcast. But that doesn't change my view of Alex or London. That doesn't change my view that I think London's an amazing person and, you know, crushing it in like such an inspiring person because he would vote yay or nay on abortion. You know, like he has his opinion. I have my opinion. And I think that if we can just take it down from this radical cause I'm allowed to have my opinion. I'm allowed to share on that. And I don't have to prove anything to anybody of why I believe that if I am firmly planted and understand both sides. And that is how I feel what I believe in my core.
0: Thanks, guys. Uh, Let's leave it right there. London, you want to tell everybody what they're supposed to do? (laughs) Tell them what what we say they should do. The only thing we want them to do.
2: Well, first of all, we got some good news. Steve Weatherford's going to be on the show. He's a Super Bowl champ. Uh, He's a father. Mary's got five kids. He lives a crazy life. He's got two dogs. He's a speaker. And he keeps it real like we do. You know, so I'm excited to have him on the show. We got a couple other guests in mind. But just share the show with somebody and ask him to leave a review. Like, repost us on Instagram if you like what we have to say. Just share the love. You know, we're trying to reach people and just get this message out there. And if you don't like something we're saying, or we're saying too much or not enough, like call us out. Cause we feel There's like message we're
1: London, really- if you don't like it, because I don't want to deal with it. <laughs>
2: just <laughs> kidding. We feel like we're really honest on the show. So be honest with us. If you love what we're doing, tell us, if you don't like something, tell us, you know, we're trying to get better as a team, as individuals and just make an impact in a positive way, you know, when the world's a really kind of weird, shitty place right now. So uh, we're still trying to find the positive and everyone that has supported us. uh, Thank you.
0: Uh, We do appreciate it. Thanks. Thanks London. Thanks for the public service announcement and Brie for hiding from comments and uh, (laughs) thanks for listening and uh, we'll see you next time. Thank you for listening. It's not easy to create these episodes, but we know it's important. We need more real, open, and honest conversations because we know that whatever you're going through, whatever you're dealing with, you're not alone. A life pretending isn't worth living. So please share this podcast with a friend. And thanks for listening.